Good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today. Um, wasn't here yesterday, so uh, I apologize for that. But I want to back up into yesterday's uh, gospel reading from Matthew, um, just because it, it's such a cool connection between yesterday and today's. I love, love, love listening and looking at the call of the apostles and how Jesus does this, right? Um, how he calls particular people into particular ministries and then equips them, right? I never in my life thought I would be, like, like really to be a priest. And you'll know, I ran from it for so long. Um, but God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the chosen. And when he calls you, he equips you for the ministry that he's calling you to. So you don't think it's all about you. It's about him moving through you, right? So I want to look at this real quick. Um, the Gospel of Matthew, it's in chapter 10. So Jesus had started his public ministry. Things were going really cool. He was expelling demons. He was curing the lepers and the sick. Um, and the apostles, well, they weren't apostles yet. They were followers of Jesus. There was many of them. Like, they were blown away by this. Like, they had never seen anything like this in all of their life. And so you can imagine the wonder and awe and the excitement that they must have had as they journeyed with Jesus. It was an adventure day after day after day, witnessing great power and miracles. So what he does is at a particular point, Jesus goes um, and he calls, of these hundreds of people, he calls 12 of them, and they become whom we know as the apostles. But I want to I show you something real quick. Um, so he calls them, he gives them authority. Whoop. Yep. He gives them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. And it says, here's the names of the 12. All right? He goes through Peter, the brother of Andrew. James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas, and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alphaeus and Thaddeus. He goes with the rest of them, right? I think it's important. This is Matthew's gospel, and Matthew doesn't show what anybody else's sin was. <laughs> he shows his sin. He was the tax collector. Tax collectors and prostitutes were put on the same level in conversation, Right? Anytime you're talking about sinners, it's tax collectors and prostitutes. They were the scum of the earth. All right? And so Matthew doesn't say anybody else's sin. He doesn't say Peter, the apostle that betrayed Jesus at the crucifixion. No. But he says Matthew, the tax collector. I want to pause there because Matthew is somehow recurring his past sin. But he's not doing it in a way that he beats himself up over his past. Y'all, this is so important because that's most of the time what we do. If I've sinned against God and I go to confession, how many times do I still beat myself up for what I've done? Many times we just can't forgive ourselves for our past. Even though God has forgiven us, we still bring it up. And so on the surface, it looks like Matthew is falling into somewhat of that disorder, dysfunction of, I can't forgive myself for stealing all this money from the Jewish people. Right? But that's not what Matthew's doing. It's really, really close here. What Matthew's doing is he's recalling his past sin, not to beat himself up, but to remind himself of God's mercy. That's why he's doing that. Because whenever we remember our past in whatever it was, however grievous we offended God, and we've repented and turned away from that sin, well, now I might recall it, but not to beat myself up, but specifically, precisely to remember how far I had gone 
at how, how far God reached and pulled me out of those pits of hell. It's a recalling of God's mercy. And so Matthew is able to forgive people. He's going to share in the same mission of Jesus. He's going to become a priest. He's going to forgive people's sins. And he's going to maybe, I wonder if one day he heard the confession of a tax collector. And he remembered that moment where God had mercy on him and called him out of his sin to follow him. And so Matthew was now able to extend mercy because he had received great mercy. I just wonder if that happened. Because when they were ordained priests, and that's what we see today, not the ordination of the priesthood, but we're seeing Jesus is slowly giving them his own authority. Go out, Jesus says. Expel demons. Heal people. Cure the leopards. You see, the priests get to share in the very mission of Jesus. And it's his power that works through us. And so eventually, in the fullness of ordination, they're going to receive power to forgive people's sins. And they're going to receive power to take a piece of bread and it becomes the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. Who else can do that? Well, only, only the one that's been given authority by Jesus to do it. So I think it's just really important for us in our day and age today. If we're like Matthew and there's areas that Satan keeps bringing up in our past that we've already confessed and they're forgiven and thrown into the ocean of God's mercy, but we keep having them come back, turn it on Satan's head. <laughs> Instead of beating ourselves up, say, Lord, thank you for calling me out of all that sin. Thank you for showing me great mercy because I didn't deserve it. And help me to extend that mercy to somebody else. And give me the grace to not beat myself up. <laughs> right? It's so important for us to hear that message today. So Matthew wasn't called because he was perfect. Matthew was actually at the tax collector's booth sinning when he heard Jesus. Come follow me, Matthew. Right? And so let us take that as a great encouragement. That Jesus takes us right where we're at. And he calls us. Not because we're perfect. Not because we've had a perfect past. But he calls us because he loves us. And in that relationship of love and walking with Jesus, Matthew becomes the great Saint Matthew. And he lets go of it. But he always remembers the mercy that was shown to him, so that he in turn would become a great apostle of mercy. Amen.